Welcome to the Joy of Sunflowers podcast. We release podcasts here, in part and in full, on the Joy of Sunflowers website. The Joy of Sunflowers podcast is about sisterhood through infertility and pregnancy loss. We cover a range of topics including fertility, pregnancy after loss and so much more. I speak with a range of people including wellness professionals, medical experts and beautiful mamas. The aim of this podcast is to bring you information and experiences that will validate and equip you for whatever season you find yourself in right now. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Please introduce yourself a little bit more. I'm Ashley Holmes. I live in Canada with my twins that are 10, my four-year-old and my husband, who is a Kiwi, and We wanted to start a family when we moved to Canada and that wasn't easy for us. And that is how through my journey that I am now a holistic fertility coach because I've been there, I've experienced that and I didn't feel that there was enough support out there. And also I didn't feel that, you know, I say I did it the hard way and the easy way and I would forever choose the easy way for the rest of my life and everything that I did to have my twins. I'm grateful that I had them, but it wasn't something I wanted to do again. I didn't want to use a clinic again. I didn't want to put myself through that again. And I didn't think I could conceive naturally. And by using holistic practices, by aligning my mind, body, and spirit and coming back into balance, I was able to conceive naturally. And I was able to really just heal and work with my mind, body, and spirit and tap into it in a way that I hadn't before. That's amazing. And there's so many women who have a similar story. Like they they go through that that process of, you know, IVF, IUI, um, things like that. And they're, they just, they've had enough. They don't want to keep going and, but they want more. They want more kids. And yeah, it's just amazing that you were able to use uh, holistic practices to get yourself to that point um so let's let's delve in from the beginning um did you always know you wanted kids or was it something that it sort of became a thing that you wanted I never knew I wanted kids until I went to New Zealand and was a nanny and was just you know forever changed I worked with children for over a decade and I always wanted some and I was like I love them so much why can't I have my own why is this so hard you know I give my love to these little ones and then send them home at the end of the day. And, you know, I don't have any in my own home. And I just knew that I was destined to have children. I just knew it in my heart and soul. And I just was bound and determined when I finally decided, like, I have to use the clinic. Like, I didn't feel like I had any other options at that time that I would do everything possible to make that happen. Yeah. So how long had you and and your partner been trying before um before you sort of decided that you needed to go to a clinic? We had been trying for probably 18 months and because I was just around the age of 30, I thought, you know, like this is just going to happen and I was really in denial that this wasn't happening and that this wasn't easy and that outside intervention was going to be needed because I thought you know, this is either going to end with a happy ending or it's going to end with heartbreak, you know, and I felt like I wasn't quite ready for that, you know, but 
we we went that route and I'm grateful that we did and I also know how stressful it was on me and how I didn't enjoy the process the clinic was wonderful everything about what I did it's not that the service wasn't there it was that the support wasn't there to go alongside of it or with it yeah and they don't give you all the you know coping like strategies and and uh, it's not a holistic approach you know when you go into those clinics that it really isn't and because of that yeah it is uh, a quite a difficult thing and I find that with most of the ladies that I speak to um they just they're not getting the full um their full needs met um so with the clinics, did you go through IVF or was it like an IUI or how, how like what kind of process did you go through? We initially started with just the fertility drugs and they gave me a six month supply. And after three months, they were like, this should have worked by now. You should be pregnant by now. And I remember leaving feeling very deflated, like I'm doing everything you're telling me. Why isn't this working? And you know, feeling like I was doing something wrong, even though I was doing everything I possibly could. And, you know, they were deciding what route to take next. And it was in that time, really, when the pressure was off that I did conceive naturally. And so there's a lot to be said of how much pressure, how much stress, you know, is really impacting us in our whole body and all of our systems, because, it is stressful and that's really what I came to learn, but we need to be doing something with this stress, right? So it's not just energetically sitting in our bodies. Yeah. And and the longer you are in that process of, you know, trying to deliver, trying to have a baby, um, I think you you do fall into that stress overload. And it just it just becomes this cycle where you're just constantly stressing. Um, so it just doesn't yeah you're right it doesn't work to to actually have health and to get to that end result that you want um so so with your um with your twins so you you had some drugs but then you fell pregnant uh just like in between well I I was like well I still have these I'm still going to take these well they're deciding what we're going to do next. And that's when I got pregnant. And then I was like, okay. And as soon as I saw, you know, the the picture on the monitor, and he asked me, you know, what do you see? And I was like, I see two. What do you see? Because I knew going into this that there were, you know, risks and that there could be any number of babies in there. And I was like, what do you see? And I was like, wow, like, I couldn't believe it. Because after so long, <laughs> that finally was, you know, my dream becoming a reality. Yeah. And what was it like having two um, children, like your first, your first time and that that kind of moment of, wow, like I went in for one and, and I've got two. <laughs> yes. It was a big shock. And that in itself was, you know, I wanted to know what sexes we were having because I wanted to feel more prepared because I wasn't quite prepared for twins. <laughs> and so we had a boy and a girl and I was like, okay, that is, you know, what everybody dreams of or, you know, yeah. that is, you know, 
what everybody kind of sets out for so that they experience one of each right and so but I remember being in that elevator going down and my husband's mind just like you could just see the wheels turning of like two of this two of this two of this like just like you know double of everything yeah the stress okay this is because <laughs> when you when you're preparing for one baby it's one thing but two can be whew, a whole new kettle of fish um so okay so so then you had your twins and then with your um with your third uh child go, can we go through um what processes you went through to to have that holistic approach and how you sort of got the mindset of going holistically what really you know I feel like I landed on my yoga mat and that's where I was destined to be and that's how my journey started was me going to one karma class a week and you know taking that little bit of me time when my twins were two or three years old and that turned into yoga trainings and really diving deeper into holistic practices and what started as hot yoga and really coming from you know a flexibility and strength and ego sort of perspective really changed into you know learning other types of yogas and ways to work with my body and to listen to my body and to actually come back home to myself and let go of all of these things that I had sort of accumulated all of over the years that didn't really serve me yeah it seems like we do accumulate a lot of practices that aren't necessarily helpful and and mindsets that aren't helpful as well so I'm guessing you sort of found that you kind of worked through those as you were doing these different um, yoga practices definitely because I didn't think that you know slow like what could slowing down do for me you know that wasn't going to achieve results you know I would leave when the yoga bolsters would come out and the really zen calm music would come on and I didn't think that I that had a place for me but that's precisely what I needed was to slow down to be mindful to pay attention to listen to my body and to really notice and become aware of the thoughts that were running through my head and you know the programs that were sort of running running my life in the background and becoming conscious and aware of those so that I could change them. Mm. So many of us, I think, get caught up in, oh, no, I have to just work. I have to do more. I'm not doing enough. Um, Like how, I mean, I'm sure you've worked with many women that have, have that kind of mindset. How do you sort of help them to kind of move into this mindset of slow down? Because you actually have to slow down in order for you to do those maximum, um, you know, level output, you know, projects and things. So how, how do you get them into that mindset? Really, it's just acknowledging where you are now and oftentimes noticing how stressed you are now, right? And having that, you know, people have come to me and how stressed are you right now? How stressful is this on you and your body and your system? 10 10 out of 10 and it's like okay like now we have a number we have something to work with and where do you want to be you know and how big is that gap Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing quite a lot of women are like, I could handle a five. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Sometimes we're not Yeah, sometimes we're not always honest with ourselves, right? And it takes like, you know, just being honest with yourself of, you know, not just the stress, but all the areas of your life. You know, how do you want this to look like and feel like, you know, so that you have the energy to keep going, to keep showing up and to be your best self in all areas of your life. Mm. And I don't think it's ever, it's never a wrong decision to, you know, put your health and your well-being first. And so often we're not putting ourselves first when truly that is the most important piece. Yeah, my husband always uh, likens it to being on an aeroplane that's crashing. And he said, you know, if you don't put that mask on yourself first, you know, you're not helping anybody because the plane's going down and, you know, you're going to you're gonna pass out before you can do anything. So then, you know, you not taking that time meant that, yeah, you've you've not only ended yourself, but you could have ended like a lot of other people that you could have helped had you helped yourself first. So I think like a lot of women, especially myself, like I always think if I take that time, I'm taking that time away from my kids or I'm taking that time away from other things that I could be doing that are really important that I put importance on. And I'm like, if I take that time for myself, then, you know, I'm just being selfish. And that's like, yeah, that's like the mentality that uh, I think a lot of women have. Um, And it's really hard to break it, you know. It's really just, you know, learning that that is so vital to your vitality, to your energy, to your entire health and well-being. And when you begin to do those things and make those sort of shifts for yourself, then you see the ripple effect that it has in your life. And you see how everything sort of starts to change around you. Mm. so how how were the changes for you because obviously you had your twins they were three and that's uh quite quite a challenging age at times um so how 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 were the changes in you that you saw through doing your different yoga practices and different different sort of mindfulness things I really just started to notice you know to take all the teachings and all the learning and all this ancient wisdom that has been around forever and to not only learn it on the map, but apply it in my life and to notice the benefits and to see the positive effect it had on everything, you know, my relationship to myself and my relationship with my partner, my relationship with my children, really just coming back to your values and what really matters to you and what's really important and sort of letting the rest go and really just sort of honoring that path. And I realized, you know, I was on my mat and this is what really my journey has been about. And it was really just stepping into that and realizing, you know, that when I applied these things to myself, consistently, then within a very short amount of time, within six months, I was pregnant naturally. And, you know, there was no side effects, there was no drugs, there was no appointments, there was none of those things. And that felt so much better, you know, 
this I was deemed geriatric at the time and I felt so much better the second time around than I did the first time around. And the pregnancies were night and day. You know, my twins were, I was very stressed. You know, I was, you know, I spent so long trying to have them that, you know, I was scared something would happen, that they would come early or all of these things. And, you know, had an emergency C-section, a longer recovery and all of those things. Whereas with my youngest child, I had my water break. I went hiking because I wanted him to come out naturally. And, you know, I was back at baby and me yoga 10 days later. It was just night and day difference. Wow. But I knew what to expect and I knew what my body was capable. And more importantly, I had learned how to control my thoughts so that my thoughts weren't controlling me, you know, and I really was mindful and aware of the importance of the thoughts that we think because they influence our feelings and our behaviors and our actions. And it just has that effect on our whole life. And I really just was in awe of how all of these principles and practices could have two completely different experiences. And it was meant to be that way, you know? And it's your body. Like, it's the same body. You're the same woman, except your mind's different. Your your whole way of being is different. And, it, yeah, it is. It's amazing how much it can affect everything, just ripples. And I had a few thoughts the other day where I was, I sort of started feeling not not good. Like, I started to feel this kind of, like depressed feeling and I was like well where's that come from why is that and I sort of sat there for a moment I was like okay has anything changed no um you know I'm I'm still pregnant I'm still worried about the baby and that's okay um the the babies that I lost I still lost them and I was like well nothing's changed but in this moment I'm feeling really sad and so I, ha- I had to sort of work through and just be like, well, nothing's changed. Everything's the same. And I had to just kind of be like, you know, it- I was okay a minute ago, so why not now? And I did actually manage to feel a lot better. I felt like I felt, you know, the, the few minutes before that moment. And I was like, okay, okay. And and it sort of like just made this big um, revelation in my head. I was like, wow the strength of the mind is just amazing. Like just thinking about that thought and how, well, I was fine a minute ago, so why aren't I now? That just changed everything, everything for me. Um, and it's 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 things that you'd think intuitive you'd think you'd think it intuitively, but then, you know, until you've you're in that headspace or you've had that moment to like think it through, you know, you don't really think about it. You don't think, oh well, I didn't feel bad a minute ago. You're just like, oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> you know, you're caught in the in the whirlwind of emotions. Um, but yeah, when you start slowing down, you kind of have to listen more. I think that was one of the greatest sort of teachings or learnings that I walked away with from my trainings was to 
feel my emotions and to embody them and to embrace them instead of running away from them and instead of trying to push them away and not feel them because for the longest time that's what I I did and that's how I was used to operating so knowing that you know they will pass and that you don't have to fear them and that nothing is going to come your way that you can't handle and that that truly is just something I think so often we think and label our feelings as good and bad and we only want to feel the good feelings and we don't want to feel the bad feelings but you know we're yin and yang and we have both of these dynamics within us and they're not good or bad they just are and to be okay with whatever is there because whatever is arising is arising for a reason and to just notice it but we don't have to attach to it Mm. I feel like when it comes to emotions and our feelings we can make them good or bad like so feelings and emotions aren't good or bad on their own but when we act or react that's when we can make them bad or we can make them good because obviously I mean there's a place for fear there's a place for um, pain you know and if we use them in a way that's productive or that's growing that where we're learning then it's not it's not actually a bad emotion it's just something that we feel and I think that often gets lost because we just we're like oh I just feel so terrible and you just you get in bogged down and oh, it's a bad feeling. Um, And yeah, it might make you feel bad inside, but that is still something that you can use for something beautiful or something amazing that changes other people's lives or changes your life and changes who you are, just like you did. You know, you had that very stressful time, a lot of anxiety, and then you, you changed everything that you were doing and your whole mindset, everything. It's amazing. It really is, you know, as many degrees as I may have, that is what changed and transformed my life more than anything I ever went to school for. And, you know, I'm forever grateful for it. And I don't need to, you know, feel like I can't handle anything that comes my way or that I'm not equipped to deal with anything that comes my way because... I know that I am and I think that there's a lot of things that we could all benefit from learning from that perhaps we weren't raised with but that really would serve us to know you know how to manage stress better and how to listen to our bodies and how to be in tune with our bodies and to trust our bodies because your trust in your body can really get broken when you're trying to conceive and your faith in your body can be really diminished and it's not that you are doing anything wrong or that you're broken or that you need fixing you know sometimes people come to me and I just want you to fix me and I'm like but you don't need fixing you need a different approach but it's not fixing I really hope you enjoyed the first part of this podcast if you'd like to listen to the rest please visit thejoyofsunflowers.com Please note that all speakers, including experts and professionals, express information, views and opinions that should not be used to diagnose, treat, 
cure or prevent any medical conditions. If you have a medical issue, please consult a qualified professional. Speakers voice their own views, opinions and conclusions and they may not reflect the views, opinions and conclusions of other speakers. Ella Rose, The Joy of Sunflowers and its sponsors may not endorse all or any of the views, opinions or conclusions expressed.